everyone. We are so glad that you are here listening back at this podcast. I'm Christy. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to the Thanks Mom Podcast. Hi, honey. How are you? How's your week been? Good. It's been a little, it's been busy. I stayed up late last night. Not too late, but I told my roommate I'd go run with her this morning. So then I had to go to bed early enough to get up to run and was very like awake when I fell asleep. So like could not fall asleep. So then I got up, I ran, I went to this farmer's market right after. So we bought a few things and then I went right to meeting someone for coffee after that and then went right from that to mass. And then right after that, we put up a bunch of posters for an event on campus and I ran right back here to quickly throw a lunch together and come hop on the recording so it's been I've been running like crazy but it's been good all good things so oh I'm glad thank you so much for being here I know we had to really coordinate (laughs) our schedules and we kind of were opposite when yeah well I guess we were both busy this morning but yeah yeah, it worked out and I wanted to I was excited to I always this is always a priority and a fun part of the week so yeah always good yeah I know trying to get this routine of you being there and me being here and when our schedules are yeah. available to record to each other. Yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know. It hasn't been as easy as I thought it would be at all. It hasn't. Yeah. It's been more difficult than I expected, yeah. but that's okay. But so. hopefully, hey, we said what a few weeks ago that I told myself I'm giving myself to this past week mm-hmm. to feel a little bit more in routine. And it did yeah. feel that way. Though the end of week, I always feel like the end of the week gets here and then all these things that you know, finally lulled down after the other week, can't come back up again before the weekend. And my brain gets a little. Yeah. I feel like the four week, the month mark is usually when you're like, all right, I have the feel for this. And I felt like that this week. And then I also, I started waking up earlier this week. Cause I just, I got mom Wednesday. I felt like a superwoman. It was great. Cause I woke up at like six and I got almost all my homework done before 10 30 in the morning and I was like I'm this was great I need to start doing this and then I didn't wake up early the next two days but we're building up to that like you're getting there baby step but where I finally feel like I I get the picture of my schedule and what happens now I'm like okay this is the best time to utilize for work like I now can see where everything fits it's not just me running like a chicken with my head cut off to everything like I'm like okay I see the rhythm now all right yes work with it isn't that such a good feeling? I, that's how I felt. I got this week, like, oh, okay. So I will have these blocks of time. Mm-hmm. How is this going to work? Yeah. What do I want to put in here to make sure? Yeah. yeah. That was kind of more last week, and then this week, and then there was just a couple things that popped in, and I'm like, all right, I have to do. I was in such a great habit of like scheduling my time regularly, and then when it switches, it's like, okay, I need to. I'm I'm realizing I'm not as disciplined here, or I need to be more clear. Yeah. Or how long yeah. things actually take. I'm just, yep. that's to- one of my goals this weekend. When I, when I did my internship this summer, you had to, I mean, you got paid for your time, but they wanted to know how much time you're spending on certain projects. So they, they made some nice Google sheets where it's like, all right, just enter the time when you finish. And like, when you come back after your break, you enter it in so that it total it would total it for you. Like how oh, much cool. time you worked on each project. It was nice. Cause they, they're trying to gauge like, okay, if someone hires us for this, how many hours are we going to say it's going to take us, you know, they're sure. trying to figure that out. So, but I sent the, just the blank spreadsheet to myself. Cause I was like, I don't, I want to know how much at the end of the semester, professors are always like, so how much time a week did you spend on this? Like on the end of the year surveys? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. And I just guess, but I was like, I'm going to start writing that down because I want to know how long do I take in the morning I feel like I take forever but really how much time does it take me as I'm like slow and groggy and haven't had coffee yet and like 
I really think it only takes this long to study, but I'm really like, is it more than that? Is it less? So I'm going to like try and that's adjust, great. tweak that for my school life and like format it this weekend so I can do it just because I'm curious because yeah, it helps you figure out where to do stuff. I don't know. Weird nerdy things about me and my spreadsheets <laughs> and it's fine. I think you need to totally send that to me because I was thinking about that this week and I know Sterling through Made for Greatness was just talking about that on one of her, I don't know podcasts or daily episodes, or maybe it was on, I don't know what it was, but I was listening to her. I know I talk about them on here a lot and she has an egg timer or something. And I'm like, I need to do that. Mm-hmm. Like how long does it really take to return emails? How long have I really spent on creating content for this? Or I'm in the middle of planning a conference for Boma USA for NFP. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh my gosh, how yeah. much time am I spending on these things to be able yeah. to do better at thing the next week going, okay, I'm going to put in this much time because that's actually yeah, worth it. It's just taking the time to figure out the time, to find the time, to plan the time. That's the secret to it all. Yes, it is. The secret. We could patent it, Grace. We could make a million dollars. We'll just yeah, that's Yeah. (laughs) Figuring out how to plan your, yeah. Finding the time to plan your time. Oh, do you have a funny story or a Holy Spirit moment that you want to share today before we move into our episode? I think they're kind of tied together and- I'm just okay this is it might be stretching a little bit but I'm so excited so I'm going to share anyways so I've been helping my roommate's boyfriend plan proposing to her for the last few weeks not not helping but he's been like hey can you help keep a secret and you know get things at the right place at the right time so the engagement was last night so it was I don't know that was just the highlight of my night was like that was like the Holy Spirit moment was just like getting to I don't know hang out with them and just be joyful and have a just celebrate and I don't know it was just so fun as well as like funny story there was just so many things leading up to it where it's like oh my gosh she's gonna figure it out I'm gonna give it away or I'm about to burst laughing because she doesn't know that I know stuff but he's in the room and he know he's trying like just crazy where he's like can you make sure her nails are painted so I had to throw together a girl's night and she wasn't painting her nails and I was like Kelly I'm going to paint your nails because we're doing a girls tonight and I'm going to make everyone paint their nails. And so then I painted the other roommate's nails because I was like, I have to make it look not suspicious. I can't let her figure it out. And later I was like, did that give it away? She's like, I was a little suspicious, but no, I don't know why that didn't give it away. It should have, but no, it was fine. Like, so just all week has been really funny because I've been on the edge of like just bursting. And I was like, Friday, Friday, I can say something. And we're so close. Like it was just, so that was a lot of fun so that was my whole night last night was hanging out with them and getting that set up with my other roommates so the two of us helped keep the secret and get her to the right places at the right time it was so fun to get all your pictures I showed people at the football game and then what when we came back in the other pictures you sent so I didn't know if you were going to share about that on here I didn't want to say something if you weren't going to share so yeah I was like "Eh, I hope they don't care they probably don't the both of them have actually listened to a few episodes so Oh, like, well, now they're gonna get shout out. out. So <laughs> Kelly and Patrick, I told them I was like, I'm probably your biggest hype woman for this thing. I'm just, I was like, I cannot stop being excited. And they're like, it's great. You have so much energy. I was like, sweet. I'm your official hype woman for the wedding. <laughs> I'm just so excited. <laughs> It'll be fun. It's, it's been a lot of fun. We were at the football game last night. So the funny thing, I sent it to you. So my my it two was moms so are cute. Awesome. I know what you're gonna talk okay. about. So my kids are we're a marching band family. So two of my kids are in the band. Grace used to be in the band. Mm -hmm. And so my little, almost like three and a half year old standing there, almost four year old, and she loves it. And she's looking for her big siblings and she's standing there and your dad. Did you say that? 
the halftime what? show. Sorry. So. so it was halftime show and Paul elbows me, dad elbows me. And he's like, look at Sophie. And she's standing like behind me over my shoulder. So I take the phone and I'm looking forward, watching the band and I'm just holding it. And I like press. <laughs> and so she does. That's why when you're like, I love it that she keeps dancing. It looked like she looked at you. That's why I was like, she no. didn't get embarrassed. She usually gets embarrassed when she notices. It. I don't think she realized it on. So I have this great video of her like dancing and wiggling and like, and then even one of the middle schoolers standing next to her is like, Sophie, are you shaking your booty? <laughs> and she's just, and then she gets her hands all excited, like the drum major and tries to cut them off. And it, I was dying because I didn't get to see it because I was trying to not, I was recording it. Yeah. So, like I You sent it to me and she, you just go future hashtag band kid. I was yeah, like, exactly. she better be. <laughs> yeah, like, she was just so excited. It was cute. So um, but my Holy Spirit moment kind of links to our episode today because we have a special guest on today. And I know I've talked a ton about Made for Greatness, and that has brought me on such a great journey. And I share it on here a lot. And in October, I'll be officially joining their team as a life coach. I'll be doing some group coaching and taking one-on-one -on -one clients. And I'm just so excited about it. And so that's all starting to fall into place. And yeah, doing all those little details this week and into next week and hopefully actually doing a podcast with Larissa, who is my actual life coach in the next week for them on their side. But today we are so blessed to welcome Larissa Horn. She is the co-founder of Made for Greatness. She has been coaching with me for about 18 months and I love coaching with her. She's been such a blessing in my life and we are so excited to have her on today to hear about her journey and just things in her life that she can share with us. So Larissa, thank you so much for being here. We welcome you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Christy and Grace. What an honor to be on your podcast. And, you know, it's funny because I had the blessing of, you know, being in conversation with you when you were dreaming up this podcast. Yes. And now seeing it come into fruition, you guys are what, like episode 50? What? We're past 50. Past We're like 50. 55 now. I really yes. know that better. <laughs> so incredible. So it's, this is a full circle moment for me to, I just such a blessing and honor to be here because I've just been so proud of you watching you do these amazing things and stepping out of your comfort zone. And I know this podca podcast has impacted a lot of people and I just love that you guys are doing this together. What a special thing. And I'm sure it's brought you a lot closer in certain ways. And just to get your different perspectives, your where you both are in your life, but the love that you have for each other is really powerful and it really comes through. So I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Thanks, Larissa. I love it. I just, I mean, Larissa is a lot of the support in the beginning behind this. I just still remember her being like, well, why wouldn't you record a podcast? Like Grace said, she'd do it with you. Why won't you do that? And I was like, I don't know why not. And then we did. And so it is really, it's such a gift that you could be here because you were part of that just encouragement and support in the beginning. And you've been such a cheerleader this whole way through. So I'm just kind of uh, just geek to have one of my heroes on here and be able to interview and share with you and have you embrace me because you guys yeah. have really met. I know. I'm like, this is the the famous Larissa I hear about all the time. <laughs> and I love it. Oh so, my gosh. So I've been looking fun. forward to this for so long. I was like, mom, are we finally going to record with her? Because you're always talking about her. So yeah, fun. no, it's so fun. It's, it, and likewise, I mean, I've been following you guys and 
hearing about you and your beautiful family and and all of it. So it is, it's a very special opportunity to be here in this moment. And we're excited, Christy, to bring you on and made for greatness. Again, just, I just don't believe that anything's ever a coincidence and God brings people, you know, he, he crosses our paths. He brings us into each other's circles for a reason. And when we first met 18 months ago, you know, who would have necessarily known that this is where we would be and what a beautiful thing it is and how God unfolds that. And, you know, I just, it's so cool. So we're very excited to, to be welcoming you to made for greatness. And we know that you will be an amazing coach and impact so many lives and really impact our members. And so I'm really excited for them to all meet you here really soon. Oh, I'm looking forward to it so much. Thank you, Larissa. Yeah. Why don't you share with us a bit about yourself your family. Yeah. Whatever you think that our listeners would love to hear. We'd love to hear a little bit more about you. Grace can then hear some of the background that maybe our, you know, girl craze fanness hasn't filled in yet. <laughs> between us. Sure. Well, it's funny. I think so much of our stories and our families are, are in parallel. Like we have a lot in common for sure, but I'm married. My husband, and I have been married for almost 20 years. We have seven children. Our oldest is a senior. He's getting, you know, he'll be graduating this year from high school. And then our youngest is four. So we're, you know, five boys, two girls, and kind of in the midst of all of that. And really for me, I've worked in ministry most of my life, youth ministry and in the church and have been involved in event coordinating, speaking at events, helping coordinate events, all of that. And as I was, you know, involved in ministry and then having babies, I had five kids in five years, like my first five. So things were really busy. I was, you know, having babies, working full time, pouring my heart out, wanting to, you know, build up the kingdom of God and in the ways that I felt like he was calling myself and my husband to do. And yet at the same time, I was you know, I was really dealing with a lot of stress and overwhelm, feeling like I was just running on a hamster wheel, burnt out, empty. I felt empty a lot. And I just really believed that this was not the dream that God had for my life, that I, that he was blessing me with these children and a, and a wonderful marriage and a beautiful life, but that the stress and the overwhelm and the anxiety that was coming from that was not of God. And it was not good for me. It was, it was actually affecting my health in a lot of different ways and my well-being, my relationships. And I just wasn't showing up in my life the way I wanted to. And so I started, I had a pretty big health scare during one of my pregnancies that was really, I believe, stress and anxiety related. And it forced me to kind of, I felt like it was maybe a little bit of like a rock bottom experience where I had to like figure some things out. Cause I knew that I couldn't just keep living like this, that there was more that God wanted for me. And that if I really wanted to make an impact and, and lead others to him, that I had to be in a better place physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, all of it. But I didn't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. I felt very stuck and very scared and alone, like a lot of those feelings. And so through prayer, through going to our blessed mother, constantly going to confession, all of the sacraments, I just started pouring into research and learning about stress and studying it and trying to figure it out for myself. Hmm. And it 
in that process, I stumbled upon life coaching and I didn't know what life coaching was. I didn't, I didn't mean, I didn't have a clue, but I came across tools, life coaching tools to help manage my stress and have greater self-awareness. And that was like the first time I ever really discovered, I was like 37 at the time. I mean, 37 years old that our thoughts or our emotions are caused by our thoughts. And I know that it sounds so obvious and so like, of course it does, Mm -hmm. but that was like mind blowing to me. It was mind blowing. Yeah. No, it's no, that's great. I think that is where we parallel some in, in that through me journeying and then meeting you, Larissa is like, whoa, that was just very eye-opening and very life, like just profound in changing my life and the the direction I was headed in. And, and just by changing my thoughts yeah. and I looked at everything. And I, I like hearing your story about that too. So where did that take you then once you- Yeah, because what happened that? was up until that point, I felt in a way like I was a victim to my circumstances. Like mm-hmm. I'm working, I've got all these kids, life is stressful. And I felt like a, like I didn't have any control. Like my life literally felt like it was out of control mm-hmm. and I felt like it was out of control because of the circumstances in my life. But I was like, well, I can't quit my job because financially I couldn't, I can't, you know, I can't give these children up. Like <laughs> I got to keep I gotta take care of them and they're my family. Right. So I felt like, I felt like I couldn't change the circumstances, but that I thought that the circumstances were why I felt so out of control. And once I learned these tools, I realized that I was feeling out of control because my thoughts and my mind was out of control. And that's what was causing the stress and the overwhelm, not the actual circumstances. So fast forward. So I learned these things, started putting them into practice and I started to have more peace And I started to feel like I was more in control and I am even now more busier than I have ever been. I've had more responsibilities, more children than back then, but I feel like a lot more peace. I feel like a lot less stress because I've learned how to manage my mind. I've learned how to manage my thoughts and it's not always perfect. There are days that I will like spin into stress mode, but I'm able to pull myself out of it a lot faster. And I'm able to use these tools to my advantage. And then, so ultimately, as I started learning these things, and then I myself hired a life coach to help me with it. And it was just so transformational, so life-giving. I I ended up joining a secular life coaching program and just continue to learn these tools and apply them to my life. And I remember having this kind of God moment where Although the secular program that I was involved in was so good and these tools were so beneficial, it was lacking any faith component and it was really lacking God. And what I noticed is though, that a lot of the tools were rooted, like rooted or grounded in ultimately the truths of our Catholic faith. Mm -hmm. So I was like, they're taking this stuff and secularizing it and putting it out into the world in a way that actually is really helping people because of course it helps people. Like they were talking about things like the power of forgiveness Mm -hmm. and how to actually forgive people, how to let things go, how to stay in the present moment, how to manage your thoughts. And I'm like, 
this is not new stuff. Like this is stuff that our faith has been teaching us, but they're presenting it in a way that I think is very applicable and practical. So I felt like really like the stirring on my heart to be like, how can we present these tools in this way, but in a way that it's infused with our Catholic faith, infused with the truth and the beauty and the goodness and the sacraments and all of it. Like, to me, that's like the full picture. And if we could provide that to Catholic women, to Catholic moms, I think it'd be an incredible gift. So that was kind of where the dream of Made for Greatness started was this, this idea of like, could we do kind of what they're doing in the secular program, but do it in a way that's really bringing our faith into it. And I just, like, I don't know how you do, I don't know how you really do really good thought work or approach healing or even forgiveness without God. Like, how do you, how do you do that? I I mean, I know people try and they do their best in a secular format, but I mean, God is the answer to all of it. Yes. And so that's where made for greatness. The dream of it came up, came up. Sterling was going through a very similar journey in her own life. And, and Sterling and I were friends before this. She knew that I was kind of diving into life coaching. She started researching. It had a very similar experience. And then we just thought, you know, gosh, can we use our gifts and talents combined to make this a possibility? She has a lot of experience in business and starting companies and stuff. So we we joined together and started it. And here we are a year and nine months into masters. And we are blessed with, with women from all over, many from, you know, all over the country, some from other places in the world. And try, we're just trying to build a community of Catholic mothers who, you know, we all share a lot of the similar struggles of, of all of this. And we wanted to create a community where we were supporting each other and helping each other to take captive our thoughts for Christ. So it's a little bit about. That's just beautiful. And I think that's why a lot of this is, that's why I want to join and be part of this mission because it's created such an impact in my life to the point where I just want to give back. And I also don't want to reinvent the wheel. It's like, no, this is exactly where I feel God's calling and directing. And it's, it's great to hear your story and Mm -hmm. how that came about. So thank you for sharing that, Larissa. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. It's been, it's been fun and exciting and terrifying. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) Always leaping into new things is hard. I can imagine. I remember doing this and I was like, mom, are we crazy? I was like, like, this is, (laughs) all right, I guess we're doing this, but I don't, I'm like, how long is this going to go? How often are we going to post? We have to be accountable for this. Like we actually have to, okay, I guess we're doing it. Like, but it's a journey. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. And I think, I mean, that was really, both Shirley and I are very inspired by the quote by Pope Benedict, which is, you know, the world offers you comfort. Mm -hmm. You are not made for comfort. You're made for greatness. And I just find myself like, I used to be a very, timid person. I used to, you know, I was always terrified of discomfort and I still, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you ever get used to discomfort, but I've now placed myself in so many situations Mm -hmm. where I've been uncomfortable that you kind of start to get used to it a little bit, but it's always on the other side of discomfort that we like find 
these beautiful, profound Holy Spirit moments. And I'm mm-hmm. just like you said, like, you're like, are we doing this? Is this yeah. crazy? <laughs> yeah. We're going to, you know, and you have to make a commitment and you have to go all in and you have to be willing to be vulnerable because yeah. I mean, people it's, I mean, I remember, I don't know how you guys felt, but I remember my first two or three podcast episodes. I was like, I thought I was going to be sick to my stomach. I <laughs> didn't want to put it out there. I recorded it, didn't want to put it out there. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so scary because you're being vulnerable and your voice, you know, you're putting your voice out there. And yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, but it's just beautiful. The impact that it has to, and the way it's like, I've just been very touched by like made for greatness is a program for mothers specifically, but how how this program has affected my mom and how that has affected not just my family's life, but my personal life. And just seeing how like one change there and one program, like how that can just people saying yes, like that's been a constant theme in my life for a bit is just seeing how your yes, like rolls and rolls and rolls and it affects things. And I'm like, this has transformed my life by extension for the past two and a half years. Like this has changed how I live and how I think and how I go about my day and how I just try and show up to just being my, you know, just doing the student life and like just saying yes to the little things like that. But I remember when mom was first falling into all of this and I was like called her just completely overstressed about an exam. And it like for the first time she started talking different. And I was like, like it, like she's like, well, well, what are you thinking about the exam? And I was like, what do you mean? What am I thinking about the exam? I was like, it's gonna be awful. That's what I'm thinking. Like, you know, and you're just like, well, I'm gonna hang up and I want you to think about this and you can call me back later. And I was like, okay like I was just like what happened and then but it just and it was like just the difference in how she would just talk to us at home or even when I was still at school and yeah so it's just been beautiful so that's been really just cool for me to see how this by extension has just touched a lot of people and how that's how I interact with people is different now because of that too and just I don't know it's just beautiful and I just want to comment on that and thank you for that because it's been amazing thank you Grace you don't know as you're talking I'm just like totally getting chills (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's like, I'm holding back tears. Truly. Like when we started, that was our prayer. Our prayer was like, okay, let's pour into mamas and help them. And with the hope that it would pour into their families and help their kids and their marriages. And, you know, ultimately down the road, I'd love to expand made made for greatness so that we have resources for teenagers and, and young adults Mm -hmm. as well. But ultimately I think this is what the, the dream was, was that if moms were able to learn these tools, they could share them with their, with their kids and hopefully it would, it would yeah. spill over. So, yeah. So you're like, you saying that was just, ah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. Yeah. yeah I was like, that's you. part of why I'm excited. I just want to be like, thank you because by extension, this has really been great for me too. And like, it's just been beautiful. It's just been ah. Christ in my life. So. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you. I know you like one of the things you say you love to talk about is dreams. And you're just talking about the dreams of pouring into mamas. And that's what the goal of made for greatness is. Can you kind of share some of that of just why you love dreams and what that means to you and how, I don't know. I feel like that can be a very cheesy topic these days. Yeah. What that really means. Yeah. And I think for moms too, it's, it's hard because we get, you know, like we know that when we say yes to our vocations, to marriage and to having children, that becomes our top priority and it becomes our focus. And that, and from, you know, a lot of us, that is our dream. That's like our biggest dream is to, to be a wife and to be a mother and to live that vocation. 
but it's also, that's not the only dream that God places on our hearts. And so there could be other dreams as well. I mean, I think for some women, maybe, maybe that is, that is all like, that's like their focus. That's all they they really want to do. But my experience, especially in coaching quite a few women now over the years is that there's still like, there's still some other dreams too. And even though our vocation, that's like our first and our biggest and our top priority, we have, uh, we have gifts, we have talents, we have charisms of the Holy spirit. And that God is saying, yeah, you are a wife and you are a mother first, but you're also my precious and beloved daughter. And I've given you gifts in these areas. And I want to continue to utilize you to impact even beyond your family. And so I think it's like, how do we discern that? How do we discern those dreams? How do we make sure that they're in the proper order? Mm -hmm. And yet, how do we step into those dreams a little bit? And again, my, I used to daydream a lot. Like I used to just dream and dream and dream. And there's safety in that there's safety in daydreaming because you can imagine the greatest things and in your daydream, nothing goes wrong. It's not hard because you're actually not doing anything. You're just dreaming about the possibilities and the what ifs. And I remember this dream even of made for greatness and getting certified as a coach and I would envision myself on a coaching call with a woman and listening to her and, you know, how God might be able to utilize me in that moment. And I could dream about it. And then, you know, I would dream and dream and it would feel so good and feel so amazing. And then I would, you know, come out of the dream and go on to my daily tasks and stuff and realize, well, that dream is great, but I'm not doing anything with it. And so there was almost like, it was like a double-edged sword. Like it was like beautiful to daydream and to imagine. And it was very safe to do that. But then there was also this like nagging sense of like grief almost. Like, like I'm not stepping into that dream. I'm not, not doing anything about it. Cause I'm just dreaming about it, but I'm not actually doing it. And so there's prayer and discernment that goes into it. But for me with, with the dream of stepping into this ministry and and starting this program, it was like that nagging feeling just intensified and intensified. And I either had two options. I either had to like step into it and just trust that God was leading me down this path, or I needed to just like let the dream go. And I needed to let it die because dreaming about it and not doing anything was actually starting to cause me more pain than not. And so I think that's like part of that discernment is like, you feel this something, maybe a calling in you, or you feel like God's nudging you, prompting you. And it's like, okay, God, you know, what does this mean? What does this mean for my family, my responsibilities, all of it. And so then you actually have to step into it. And I remember like, just, you know, like we mentioned a minute ago, stepping into your dreams can be terrifying and scary. And you're like, am I, you know, who am I to do something like this? And, you know, maybe, you know, am I, do I really have the gifts and all the self, you know, negative self-talk, all of that kind of stuff comes up. And so anyways, I don't know. I don't know if I'm answering your question very well, Grace, but I think stepping into those dreams is terrifying and it's so uncomfortable, but it is in those moments that we have to like, or not even have to, we just get to trust so much in God. And then we get to let him make up for all the ways we are lacking. 
he gets to show up in powerful ways and we get to be a part of something really beautiful. So, you know, and then it's like, it's just like finding that balance of how do I honor my family, my vocation while also honoring this dream that I feel like God's placed on my heart and trusting that he will help me figure out it all Mm-hmm. so that it's done in a way that's life-giving for me and my family and for those that God might be calling me to serve. Yeah. I don't know, Christy, I think you probably understand this, right? I think that's some of, I mean, you and I have talked through a lot of this and there's just so many things, like even with the, I don't know how many times I can count that you've said, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I get there and it's uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, and then Larissa's voice is in my head. And I was like, okay. But then what's the worst thing is just this feeling of uncomfortable. And that I think I've used with my kids too, is like, it's okay. Uncomfortable isn't going to kill you. And another thing Grace will say that is like the mantra I have. I love how you're like, well, if I'm just dreaming it and not doing anything, then I either need to let it go or step into it. And my kids know my pet peeve at home is if you're going to complain about something, if you're going to do then you have to go and do something. I'm not going to listen to the complaining without your plan to either write an email to talk to that person or something, because this isn't just a rant and we can just sit and complain about people grumbling, complaining. I just do not have a tolerance for. Mm -hmm. Um, And so grace will know very much. So I'm like, so what are you going to do about it? And if you're not willing to do anything, then you need to zip it. At least you need to zip it around mom. Cause I'm not, I don't have a tolerance for it. That kind of happened recently. (laughs) I was in my room and I was like talking to my roommate. I was like, it's ridiculous. This professor said he would upload this assignment two days ago. It's still not up. I have stuff to do. I need to get things done. I was like, let me just show you how ridiculous this is. It's been two days. It's still not up. But I pull up the website and it's up. I was like, oh, it's finally up. And she's like, keep compla- complaining, Grace. It's working. And I was like, I will. Because somehow it's finally uploaded. Like, it was just funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, I did something about it. I checked again and it was there that time. So it worked, but it made me think of that where it's like, well, what are you going to do about it? I was like, I'm going to check the website again. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I love to Larissa. I don't know if you remember this, but I love when you're talking about dreaming and I've questioned that a lot too, as, as a mom about can dreams be holy? I think we get, you know, some people, this is all they dream about is wife and motherhood. And it's beautiful. And the vocation is amazing. And I know for at like at Grace's age, I, that was my dream. And I've gone back to the scripture of Jeremiah for the, no, for the plan, for, I know the plans I have for you plans to give you hope in a future. And I don't know if you remember this, Larissa, but when I was first bringing that up, you really, you challenged that like, well, yeah, God knew these plans for where you were in your twenties, where you're in thirties, where you are now in your forties, you're living those plans and those dreams. And he has dreams for you in the future and to give a future full of hope. And I never had thought about that scripture like that before of that in my mind, it was like, oh, I have dreams. And then they, I live them. And then that's all. And that's it. And I've shared that on this podcast before, just how profound talking through that with you was like, oh, maybe I didn't have these dreams I'm having now because it wasn't the time. Like when you're talking about discernment but maybe now it is. And where is God prompting and the discernment for you individually with your husband, for your family, for that timing. And I think for my journey, that's been a big challenge to take to the Lord and try and figure that out. Because I think as wives and mothers, we get very, 
challenged by that because we think, oh, it's you were in a vocation of service to our children and to our husbands. And that is all true and lovely. But then we get lost in our identity. We identify only as that a wife and a mother. And who am I as a daughter of God? And who am I in my gifts and talents besides just being a wife and a mother? And I know I've really had to dig deep and it's hasn't been easy and really been a challenge of like, is dreaming holy? Is this really a holy thing or is this a very selfish thing? And that's a battle that I think I still very much feel and have had to really dig deep and say, okay, Lord, where are you leading me? And I know you've helped me in that way, but I'd love to hear your insight on how you look at dreams being holy and of the Lord and, and that, that type of thing. Yeah, no, I think that's true. And I think even in coaching moms on this topic, because it comes up as like, can it really be holy? And is it, is it selfish? Uh, There's a lot of mom guilt around it. Like in the sense of like, if I do anything to pursue something that might be life giving for me, is that selfish? Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, we, again, we, it has to be a discernment process and we have to be looking at, you know, what we're being maybe feeling called to and what, what the desires are around it. But my experience has been that when women are able to step into their vocation as wife, as mother, and also know their identity of who they are in the Lord, as you just mentioned, and recognize that they still have gifts and dreams and desires that in pursuing some of those desires, it actually helps their vocation. They actually end up thriving better because they're doing something like not that being a wife and mother isn't fulfilling. It is fulfilling, but there's Mm -hmm. other things that can be fulfilling too. And especially when you step into our gifts and talents, that's a very fulfilling thing. There's a reason for that. Like Mm -hmm. God put those, gave us gifts and, and talents as a way to, you know, he wants to use us as his instruments. And so when, when we're able to step into that and kind of do both and and try to balance both, it's not always easy, but when we feel fulfilled as the daughter of the king, as the daughter of the king, as we fulfilled in our own personhood, we tend to show up better as wife and mother. So I think that's the holy work. Yeah. It's being fully who God made me to be as a person in my vocation, as his child, doing his work, impacting the lives of others. Yes. My family is the most important Mm -hmm. and keeping that front and center has to be my focus. Right. But also like, you know, I do a lot of work with teenagers. And so when I have these moments where God is able to utilize me to impact the life of a young person, that's deeply fulfilling to me. And that connection is important. And when I have that, and I come more fully alive because of that encounter, I show up better for my own kids mm-hmm. yeah, and my yeah. own marriage, because I feel like, yeah, like I have more energy and I feel more excited and I'm able to do things. So I think that's the holy work. And I think you're right, Christy, like those, our dreams are unfolding over the course of our lifetime. I think it's very easy to say once we like, maybe marriage and children is the big dream and we can get like, not stuck there, but like, 
as if that's all there is. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when women, and, and I know that you've experienced this and when we coach women, a lot of women who believe that find themselves very sad and they start to feel resentful of their vocation. Mm-hmm. And they start to feel like, you know, is like they thought that it would be like the most fulfilling thing. And then they realize like th- there's a lot of crosses in this and it's hard. Mm-hmm. And have I lost myself in this? And so they just feel kind of like, you know, stuck. And so that's where I think those dreams coming in and, and having some other things to, to like really focus on at different times only accentuates and fulfills us. I think that's beautiful. Cause I think that goes into, and we've talked about just some self-care on other episodes. And I think that's just beautiful on how, how do we show up, you know, and I, if we're focusing on how we want to show up, if that's just having an outlet for ourselves, if that's just reading, if that's a craft, if that's, you know, something that you enjoy doing of a hobby, or is that a second career? Or is that something you haven't explored because you've been raising children and it wasn't the time and now it's presenting it that it's okay to do, you know, there doesn't have to be that guilt in it. And if, and then if you're satisfied and you're loving raising your family, my more power to you, like in that way, I I just love it. I just think there's this balance that when we're feeling, like you said, that sadness or that loss, or because you don't want it to head to resentment there, but just going to the Lord and saying, what is this nagging or what is this longing on my heart? And it's not because what you're doing isn't God's work or that you chose wrong in your vocation. God forbid, no, but maybe it it really is just the prompting of the Holy Spirit that I do have more for you. You have more to give, or now is the time to give in a different way because maybe your kids are older or maybe things have changed and time has opened up in a different way, or there's just another possibility that has, or you just need to take time for yourself and do this things you've always loved to do. If it's photography, if it's sewing, if it's whatever. And I just think it's sometimes I know I felt so held back, like this should be the most fulfilling thing. And why isn't it? And scared almost to say that and to voice that. And so I think that's where having a life coach and moving into this and discovering made for greatness has been so profound for me. Like, Oh, okay. This isn't a bad thing. This isn't, shouldn't be a shame thing where I just really struggled with like, what is this? I'm just not settled anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. and we've talked about that of, of our hearts are restless, like St. Augustine Mm -hmm. said until they rest in the Lord. And so really it's first seeking God. I love what you brought about discernment saying, okay, God, what is this? There is something here. And when we ignore it, it's not going to go away. God's just going to keep knocking. That's the way the Holy spirit works and, and bringing that. So I'm glad that we can kind of clarify those things that there is. The Lord is always about a great work in us. It never is done until we've completed our time here. It's not that it was just done and you fulfilled it in your twenties. It's not that it's done and you're fulfilled it in your sixties. It's like the Lord is about a great work and it's continual. And so that was just so eye-opening for me in, in looking at it that way and bring so much hope and excitement, you know, and just finding the joy in living the life he's called us to live. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Grace. How about you? Like, what are, like, how does this, what are you thinking with, when it comes to dreams? It just, it's made me think of like, 
similar instances like I remember hitting a point one year at school I don't know and I was like hope was my dream school for a while and then being I don't know upset about something and and I was just like this was where I really wanted to go I'm here and I'm not happy right now like you know and just kind of being like what the heck I thought that was supposed to be like the dream school and I got there and I'm so and and but then you almost feel guilty because you're like I'm very blessed that this worked out and I don't want to say that I'm not 100% happy right now because I should be right like and this weird you know and I've hit different points in my life like that where you're like I, I reached this whatever it was that I wanted to reach that was a dream and I'm not 100% happy with it, it does, and maybe it's not I'm not happy at all with it or maybe it's just a frustrating season with it you know it just depends but I was just even talking to my friend about this recently and she's like you know I just need she's like I'm finally getting to a point where I'm at peace with I'm not supposed to be of this world and so I'm not going to be satisfied with everything here mm-hmm. that's good and like part of me is like praise god I should never be sad fully satisfied here because if I was I'd have a very shallow like there's so much more in store for me and so if I'm already like completely happy I'm missing so much more and so like so I feel like I've gotten more used to like like one it's okay if I'm not completely fulfilled because I'm not supposed to be here and two well what is going to fulfill me heaven and there are things that are heaven on earth and so what can I find like what can I pour into that is heaven on, on earth like that's got like god god is in everything that we do and that's been something I've started searching for more is like the transcendentals truth beauty and goodness which are all incorporated into everything somehow mm-hmm. and that's where you find christ and that's where you find heaven and that like you know and that's where you find christ on earth even if we're not going to have that fully until heaven. And so that's kind of helped me. I don't know. I haven't been as good as it recently as I want to be, but I remember that really striking me like this past like spring and summer, like where, where do you find that fulfillment? Well, ultimately in God. So where is God in the daily life? Yeah. Because that's what will f- fulfill. And if, I, and if I'm hitting that point where I'm not fulfilled, that's okay because that's how it's supposed to be. And so I should almost take joy in the fact that I'm not fulfilled, which seems ridiculous, but it's not, you know, it's the upside down economy of God. And it's like Bob Goth or something says that. And I like it. <laughs> you just take this. This is why I love this podcast. Cause it's like just our tagline of finding the extraordinary in the ordinary. And I love the perspective of you and I, Larissa talking about, Oh, moms and wives and all this. And we're like, okay, Grace, what about you? And she can just totally re- like still relate and switch it to her state in life. I love how you talk about truth, beauty, and goodness. And I sit here as a mom, I'm like, I'm so proud of like, <laughs> how she can just totally see how this transcends into her own life of yes. And cause you're on the cusp of all this. You're on the cusp of, you know, you're finishing your senior year. You've been dreaming for this. Where's God taking you? Mm-hmm. What are you called to? What is your vocation? And you know, and we're at this different place and we can come at it. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's beautiful for me as a mom and, you know. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's <laughs> such a beautiful, pers- I mean, perspective and such, I think there's just so much wisdom in that, like far beyond your years of recognizing that our ultimate fulfillment is in God and is in heaven. And he's, he's going to like, he doesn't want us to have the fullness of it yet because he wants us to long for what's to come. Mm-hmm. And which is far even beyond our comprehension, but that's truly where, you know, heaven is where every desire will be completely fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And if we had all of that here, then we wouldn't long for that. So I think that if you, if you and all of us could embrace that wisdom, 
man, we'd have a lot more peace in our lives just even yeah. in the day to day. So that's it's like finding peace with the discontent, being discontent, you know, and that doesn't mean you're always discontent, but I think just being okay sometimes be like, all right, that's all right, that I'm not a hundred percent full. That means I'm made for something more. That means I'm made for greatness, you know, like, mm-hmm. and that's, I don't know. I love the Catholic church where random things, it's like, oh, me not being completely happy here. I should take, I should be happy about that. Like, it's just so weird, but it's true, you know? Yeah. It doesn't make sense, but it does make sense, you know? That's, I don't know. We had a paradox episode. It's things like that that I love. That it's like, yeah. things don't make sense, but they do. Yeah. Right. Right. We totally um, need to have a part two on that paradox episode as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, Larissa. So- Thank you so much for, for being yes. here. Yeah. Do you have anything else as we start to wrap up that you want to add and that we haven't been able to touch on or? Gosh, no, I think this has been a super fun episode. Thank you for inviting me on. What an honor and blessing again. You guys are amazing, you ladies. Oh. And I just can't wait to see how your podcast and your impact continues to help people. So thank you. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Larissa. We've loved having you. Thank you. And if you have been struck by anything Larissa has said or are interested, I just encourage you to go check out Made for Greatness at madeforgreatness.co. We have an online membership, our master's community that I've talked about. We'd love to see you there. I know they're running a special. Is that still going on right now, Larissa? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for for that. We are. So our membership is $49. Right now it's $49 a month. And what you get with that membership is, I mean, you get access to all of our signature courses, which includes stress and dealing with stress and overwhelm, how to process through pain. There's some stuff in there on weight loss. Sterling has a whole program on weight loss, raising saints, just let you know, like there's a number of courses that you can watch based on maybe if there's a certain area that you're struggling with relationships, marriage, all sorts of different things. Right. And so you can just go to those courses and and watch those videos. We have all all of the mindset tools that life coaching has to offer and really learning how to manage your mind, how to look at relationships differently. I think that was a big thing for me, not even just in my marriage, but just like in all relationships, how I interacted with people, maybe letting go of some expectations that were actually causing me more pain than I realized things like that. So all of the the courses, the resources are all part of our membership, but then you also get access to four or five. We each week is at, we have at least four coaching calls, group coaching calls every week that moms can jump on and they can either volunteer to be coached live, or they can watch someone else get coached. And Chrissy, I don't know, maybe you could speak to this a little bit, but whether you're getting coached yourself or watching someone get coached, it can be really eye-opening. And I don't know what your experience has been with that. Yeah. And some of it even is, I love being able to do it live because there's just a vibe there, but even in watching those replays, but there's inevitably somebody else there that is going through what you're going through or similar and just hearing them talk through it. Either you have something to add in the chat or you just walk away with so much you can take and apply to your own life that just being part of that community has been 
just supportive and encouraging besides the whole life-changing aspect like Grace was alluding to. It's really affected my relationship with my husband and how we communicate as well as just how we talk with our kids and seeing them then try and apply these tools. It's just that ripple effect. And I think that happens within the community itself. It doesn't always have to be you being the one being coached, though one-on-one coaching has completely changed my life. And I am just so grateful for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Thanks for speaking to that. So if you join for the $49 a month, you can have access to the courses, to the group coaching, all the replays. I mean, there's hundreds of replays now because we've been doing this for almost two years. So (laughs) there's literally, literally access. We also have two private podcasts within our membership where, because, you know, as moms, it's hard to like get in front of a computer screen sometimes and sit and watch a video, a coaching video or or whatever. So if you're out and about taking a walk with the kids, driving in the car, you can listen to the coaching calls. You can listen to all of the courses on the private podcast. And so all of that, we also have some Bible studies in the program. We have some, sometimes some special events and stuff like that, all within the membership. And right now we are offering, if women want to try masters for a week and just check it out and see, you can, you can try it out for a week for a dollar, get in there, see, you know, some of those courses and have access to it. So I know we've had a a number of women kind of utilize that to, to check it out. So so (laughs) stuff, yeah. And you know, we're the $49. I mean, the secular program that I did when I first started, it was $300 a month, which is an, you know, for me, even at the time, a number of years ago was like an insane amount of money. And my husband and I had to have a lot of conversations around that because it was like $300 a month. That's like so much, but it was helping me so much. Mm -hmm. And so in my mind, I was like, well, I could pay for therapy or I could do this. And this was really giving me the tools that I could apply to so many areas of my life. And so I was able to justify it for a while, but Sterling and I in wanting to bring masters and made for greatness to reality is we were like, we believe we could do this and make it affordable for women. And that was like where the $49 price point is really like the lowest we could do it for. And I just want to like, let people know we are probably going to be raising our prices a little bit here coming up. So if you're interested in wanting to check this out, Anybody that comes in at the $49 price will be grandfathered in, even if we raise our prices, which might happen in a couple of weeks. So if you're thinking about it, this might be the best time to give it a shot. And plus we're bringing Christy on in a couple of weeks and <laughs> she will be one of our coaches doing a weekly group coaching call. And, and then beyond that women, if they want, they can sign up for one-on-one coaching, mm-hmm. which is a different price point. And you can see that on our website, but that's where we do like a 12 week program one-on-one with clients. And that's kind of what Christy was talking about. Christy and I have worked together one-on-one as well. And Christy will be taking one-on-one clients also. So yes. you're interested and you in guys that. have a podcast as well, right? We mm-hmm. do. Yes. It's made for greatness podcast with Sterling and I alternate different weeks. And I'm going to be interviewing Christy She's been, you've been a guest already once yes, before. Like a year yeah. ago, I think. Yeah. I can't believe so, it. Was- <laughs> yeah. So we'll be bringing Christy on in a, in a couple of weeks to announce her joining our team and share her experience and her gifts and talents and her desire to want to really help other Catholic moms. And Christy, you have just such a wealth of 
knowledge, experience, a heart for this work, you know, of, of all my clients, you've been one that's just dove in 100% and made a commitment to really learning these tools and applying them to your life in a way that's obviously having an impact on your family and, and beyond. So yeah, I know you're going to help a lot of our members and I'm excited for that. Oh, that's so great. Thank you, Larissa. That means a lot. So awesome. yes, it's been so wonderful. All right, Grace. Well, all of our things. So what do we have? We have Made for Greatness. We're not Made for Greatness. We're Thanks Fun Podcasts. I almost said the wrong name. Thanks Mom Podcast at gmail.com if you guys want to email us. Thanks Mom Podcast on Instagram and our Thanks Mom Podcast Facebook group on Facebook. Mom's got her Facebook, Christina Brown. I'm always, this is the one where I'm always like, what is it on Facebook? Christina Brown <laughs> on Facebook, Christina underscore underscore M underscore underscore M Brown on Instagram. And then she'll be joining Made for Greatness soon. So then I think I hit everything like subscribe, rate, review, all that, leave a comment, <laughs> all the so, things on all the platforms, all the things, all the jazz. So, <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for listening guys. We're glad you got to tune into this awesome conversation. And we'll see you next time on Thanks Mom Podcast. Bye. <laughs> Thanks Mom.